Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. This Action 3 News weather alert update is brought to you by Exarban ARS Heating, Cooling, and Plumbing. Mostly sunny skies, a high of 63 expected today. Tomorrow, a chance of a few clouds later in the day. 63 expected for the high right now, 37 degrees. Watch Jim Flowers and the weather alert team on Action 3 News. There's no safer place in a storm. It's 604. Here are your news headlines. Well, Omaha Public School officials approved a new student-athlete grade policy. Uh, the uh, World Herald is reporting that the new rules, they'll allow high school coaches and athletic directors to review grades every two weeks to identify students who are failing classes. So the struggling students would then have two weeks to improve their grades before being suspended from athletic activities. Supporters of this new rule say that it'll better motivate students to improve their study habits. So it won't come up as like a big surprise to coaches that the, the students are having a struggle and maybe catch it before it becomes a bigger problem. Responders headed to a river rescue in Council Bluffs happened around 2 o'clock this morning near the Ameristar Casino. It appears a man hopped a fence and then jumped into the water. Why went in the river? Yeah. And then uh, he crawled out before they needed to rescue him. So we want to hear that story. Yeah, he did. Uh, he made it out on his own. Then the rescue was called off. No word on the man's condition or if he was sighted. Were you swimming? <laughs> Were you not, trying to kill yourself? It's not a very nice day to... That was cold. <laughs> Not good time. An Omaha man is facing jail this morning. Charges after investigators say he shot a man in his home over the weekend. Police say that their 35-year-old uh, suspect shot a 34-year-old man Sunday morning at his home near 42nd and E. According to reports, the, uh, the, uh, the victim went into a nearby fire station for help. Medics were uh, able to take him to the hospital. Neighbors who heard the shot say that the street is usually quiet with kids playing during the day. And an Omaha mother needs your help to look for the driver who severely injured her 12-year-old son. Left him for dead after being hit by a car. Happened Friday. Somebody hit Dakota Greer. He was riding his bike near 40th and Ames. Greer was left in the street until the garbage collector found him and called 911. Isn't that terrible? Oh, boy, what time did that happen? What it was, do they think? It was in the afternoon. Um, Dakota had a broken thigh bone, wrist, several other injuries. So they are calling on the public's help to try to find somebody. I mean, somebody really did a number on this kid and then just drove away. And mark your calendars this week. The public is invited to honor those who served our country. Veterans Day. Uh, there's a program that's going to be held at Memorial Park 11 a.m. on Wednesday. 
Um, so last year's event had to be canceled because of the cold weather. So fingers crossed that it's supposed to be pretty nice this Wednesday. Um, rainy, but it's supposed to be like 60. So if the rain can hold off, it'll be decent. And tensions are high at the University of Missouri today, hours ahead of a meeting of the University System Board of Curators. The university president, Tom Wolf, is being asked to step down and is refusing despite calls for him to do so. Many have been critical of his response or lack thereof to a number of recent racial incidents on the Columbia campus. At University of Missouri? Yeah. Yeah. The whole Black football number- player. All the, it seems like the whole player, all the, the whole team is, is boycotting any sport. Yeah, a lot of, uh, a lot football, of the anyway. football team. And then, you know, the the uh, the coaches um, tweeted out, like the team's head coach tweeted and supported the players, saying the Mizzou family stands as one. So uh, people are calling on, um, you know, that black members of the football team have said that they're boycotting the rest of the season. What's until, the issue, though? What is the issue? I guess there have been several um, racial incidents, like, you know, there was like a swastika on camp. There was something else that happened during homecoming, and people feel like this university president is just sort of glossed over it and hasn't addressed it and they're done i mean there's one kid who's like a, a student activist on campus and he's been on a hunger strike yeah, for like seven days now yeah right? he met with the university president and the guy's like please uh, please eat something and he's like nope you gotta go uh so it sounds like they're having a closed door university meeting today like the board of uh, uh um at the board the university board and i don't know if at that point they'll call for this guy's resignation because it's 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 pretty much full steam ahead. A lot of the campus uh, faculty's uh, going to go on strike like today and tomorrow. Oh, even the faculty is. Yeah, there are faculty members that are going on strike. They're having like a big demonstration in the quad like today and tomorrow. And, and you know, you've got the football team refusing to play. So this guy could find himself looking for a job later today. Uh, President Obama and Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu are going to meet at the White House today. Obama and Netanyahu have always had a tense relationship. It's going to be the first meeting between the two leaders since the Iran nuclear deal was signed. Netanyahu is a fierce critic of the deal, which aims to block Iran's path to nuclear weapon. And the FBI is said to be joining the investigation into the crash of a Russian jetliner in Egypt. There are reports that Russian officials have asked the FBI to help investigate the crash that killed more than 220 people. The plane went down over Egypt's Sinai Peninsula back in October. A number of American officials have said it's nearly certain that a bomb was planted on the plane that brought it down. And America's top generals want more U.S. troops in Europe in order to deter Russian military aggression. The Wall Street Journal is reporting that military leaders made proposals during this weekend's defense forum at the Ronald Reagan Presidential Library. Uh, The Army now has two infantry brigades and about 7,000 soldiers stationed in Eastern Europe. Uh, They're calling on more. Uh, It's pretty spooky. So in countries that are in the former, like, Warsaw Pact, like Estonia... Mm-hmm. And you know countries along that border, they're they're drilling. Their military is drilling. They they think it's coming. Oh really? Like there will the be creep. a conflict that it's going to go down. They think what's going to happen in Ukraine is going to happen all along. They're going to start wow. moving back, taking those taking those countries back. They want a bu- that buffer. Oh, and there's a lot nice. of ro- ethnic Russians that live in those places, and it's so it's, a, they're pretty really spooked over there. Um, I guess the army chief of staff, you know that general said that he wants to send artillery brigades and attack helicopter units along with more rotating brigades over to Europe. And then NATO's Supreme 
um, Allied commander, the Air Force general, says that decisions on the proposals will come in the next couple of months, but we could be seeing more active military. I mean, you just mm. want to be there as a show of force, but it is spooky. It's back to cold. It's like Cold War level. Like I we thought the same thing. It's like totally 19, 1980s, you know, sort of how we, I don't know, it's weird. Uh, New York Senator is urging the FDA to investigate caffeinated peanut butter. It's a product called Steam Peanut Butter, and it contains 170 milligrams of caffeine. That's five times the amount as a can of Coke and twice the amount as a concentrated Red Bull. Schumer says because peanut butter is a staple in 95, 94% of American households, Steam could pose real health problems to children, pregnant women, and even pets. God, do we have to have caffeine in everything? I didn't even realize, and I looked I it either. up, and it's like, it's so weird. It's not, you know, I mean, it's a pretty small jar. Like, you look at it, and it's got, like, this guy's being propelled into the air for steam. And I'm like, caffeinated peanut butter? Like, really? Where are I you? I guess gonna... if you don't like coffee, and, uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess, <laughs> but I feel, I, I feel like it's a little excessive. Like, do we really have to have caffeinated? But that's, you know, that's just well, me. Are we allowed to have the choice? Yeah, I think we should have the I choice. Guess this but this is the debate. What they want to ban it? Um, he's looking that that for the FDA to investigate it. So I don't know necessarily just to make sure it's on the up and up. Um, but it's five times the amount, like I said, of a can of Coke and twice the amount of Red Bull. An investigation is underway into what caused a large hole to develop and swallow over a dozen cars in an IHOP parking lot in Mississippi. I thought there was a, uh, they showed a, uh, I saw that and it was pretty amazing, but they showed uh, some type of um, piping underneath that that had uh, crushed. Oh, yeah. so like maybe there was like a cave-in type yeah, that, of deal? Yeah, that's what it was. A pipe yeah. breaks and, yeah. and so the leak starts basically gotcha. carving Gone. out a hole underneath the... The restaurant just opened last week, um, and you know they hope to start removing cars today. But yeah, a dozen cars. But I mean, the, cars. The, the 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 visual, it's absolutely yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> a hot parking lot swallows twelve cars. Fifty feet wide, six hundred feet long. It's amazing. It's really something. Uh, and a huge alligator is on his way to a new home. Police uh, and an alligator hunter captured the gator in a strip mall parking lot in Houston in a suburb over the weekend. The gator is 12 and a half feet long, weighs 800 pounds. A wildlife expert says that he's probably like 50 years old. Holy cow. The thing is huge. wonder how many pets that thing's eaten. Oh, my gosh. He'll now live in an alligator farm about an hour west of Houston. There's no word on how the huge reptile wound up in a parking lot. Uh, and it's the uh, Houston suburb of Sugarland. But 800-pound, 12-and-a-half-foot-long, 50-year-old I'm more afraid of gators than I am of sharks. Right? Gators oh. terrifying. Don't they seem sneaky? They just seem... They sit there still and then they jump. They right. launch out at I guess you. This is, this is what? This is a, a <laughs> gator or a crocodile? This was a gator. Okay. This was a gator. Well, and the thing that's creepy about gators, they don't kill you. They they like you know they'll they'll take you and they'll twist you turn 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 they like to like they'll like they like drown you they like put you under a log and save you for later. Well, they they tear you apart because they they don't have the ability to chew. <laughs> so it's but even they worse. But the deal so they, is, they do you. they drown yeah. you they take you down yep. they're oh, saving yeah. you for later. So yes. like as you're dying, 
It's the equivalent oh. of us putting a burrito in a thing of tinfoil. They're, they're going to eat you later. It's like water. It's like a water spider. Like spiders are like, dee, 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 saving this for later. Thanks so much. Um, I don't know. I find it really creepy. I, I think alligators. I think also because they're probably the only animal, like one of the few animals that's like a carryover from the dinosaurs. Yes. You know, like they're they're one of those things where it's like, you know they're mean because they've lasted through everything. They're like right up there with like cockroaches and scorpions. <laughs> they're just weird. Uh, Denver Broncos are no longer one of the NFL's unbeaten teams. Last night, the Indianapolis Colts knocked off Denver. Yeah, Par- Peyton looks sad. I yeah. know. Well, and then uh, did you guys watch the game? Apparently, yeah. Denver's Broncos cornerback could be facing a serious fine or even suspension. Uh, he what? drew. Uh, well, I didn't watch the game, but so tell me if you saw this. Um, he was seen poking the eye. Of a Colts tight end. No, I didn't see that. It's like an eye that. jab. A flag got uh, cost the team a chance to get to the uh, to get the ball back late in the game. So, I mean, this was the Denver Broncos. You almost wonder if a call like that is what might have cost them for a 27-24 defeat. It ended up being Denver's first loss of the season. But after the game, he said reporters he isn't even sure what happened exactly. But they called him on the game. They, he drew a penalty for... Or jab in this guy's eye. Can you do that? No, you're not supposed to. No, no, no. I mean, like, can I mean, are you uh, like when your fingers can get caught up in that face mask? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's not intentional. He's not just trying to jab because you're not out. supposed to have your hand anywhere near their mask. Well, so it happens. Okay. You know, yeah. All right. So. I mean, I'm just the, the reason I was bringing it up is because I was curious. Like, how do you even get into the position? Usually, you're running or tackling, but like, when do you <laughs> poke somebody? <laughs> I want to know. I'm a girl. I'm a girl. I hate football. How about the Huskers? That's yeah. The Yay. Game that matters. That's news Woo. right there, boy. Boy, yeah. Talk about. But there was that. It was. I mean, they made us work for it. It didn't just happen. Well, people are. The national media spinning it that they're like, geez, Michigan State, you dopes. How'd you let that one go? Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm assuming they thought they're going to walk on us. Uh, but you know what? We looked good. We looked so good. Ah, uh, thirty-eight, you know? thirty-nine. I mean, talk about like we're finally the winners in that. You know, like one point. Yeah. Like, that was the other thing. You're like, hey, so this is what it looks like on the other side well, of everyone that was, one point. Was spooked out going in. They're like, what does <sighs> Vegas know? Why does Vegas? Why are they always so smart? Do they read the future? It was I four think points. I'm a, I'm starting to think that they they have a time machine of or some it's fixed. Sort. Or it's oh. fixed. How do you know? Because they, they predicted uh, Nebraska to win, right? No. 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 Just a short. It was a, it was a four points. They predicted real close. Yeah, four real points. close. Where everyone's like, aren't we going to get destroyed? Not no, good on the Huskers, man. They stood up, man. That's right. They showed moxie. Well, there's some uh, people upset about the new holiday cup that was unveiled last week from Starbucks. I don't know how you get upset about a red cup, but people have found a way. There's a group of Christian um, evangelists that have accused Starbucks of being anti-Christmas for removing all the holiday images from its seasonal cup design this year. It's real sort of, what, non-denominational? Yeah, it's red. I mean, in past years, they've had, like, little Christmas scenes or, like, there have been trees or snowflakes or whatever. Like, they redesign it every year, and this year, it's just red. It's People just are red. upset about this? Oh, yeah. Like, it's a thing. Like, hashtag Merry Christmas Starbucks is cropping up all over social media. So there's one pastor down in Arizona who's, you know, he's like, I found a way around it. You know, when they ask for your name to put on your cup, I told him my name was Merry Christmas. 
So then I got Starbucks to write Merry Christmas on my cup. Well, Starbucks <laughs> said that they were removing symbols of the season. So they've acknowledged that, that they didn't want it to look like Christmas. Right. So that's what's upsetting people. They're like, so, come on, man, it's Christmas. Right. I mean, but... It, if you see it, in the past they've had, you know, a dog sled or a snowman or ornaments, but, like, they change it every year. And so this year they're saying it's blank to put your holiday canvas on it. There like you it's go. Like That's how people are saying they're being PC. They said, they said we removed all symbols of the season because we wanted to usher in the holidays with a purity of design that welcomed all of our stories. Okay. Right. Okay, all right. Like the idea that, you know, it, it, it's blank for your, like, put on it what you like. You know, that kind of that kind of deal. Um, I don't think many people have time to design their <laughs> own also, thing. No. Also, who like, cares? Just give me, like, hey, who cares is right, yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't care what my cup is. Like, really, is it is it that indicative of, like, who you are? Like, do you really, I mean, is it? Are you using no, it as a statement? The theory would be is what if there's never Christmas trees or Christmas ornaments or anything anywhere in the future? There's none. Because the because the mindset is... PC? We want to usher in the holidays with a purity of design that welcomes all stories. Oh, no. Meaning if you're not about Christmas, is it offensive to you? So let's just agree to never have garnish, whatever, garland, trees, lights... Anywhere. I don't like this world you, you I paint. Mean, it's star- <laughs> I, I mean, it's- I think that's what the people are complaining. <laughs> yeah. Which is so bizarro. Because, I mean, you don't see people who celebrate Kwanzaa or Hanukkah being like, Hey, where's our cup? I mean, it's just, it's it's a cup. It's a it's a red cup. To me, it speaks the holidays. I was like, oh, it's simple. It's, it's red. good enough for you. Yeah, I mean, I didn't, I didn't even notice. I didn't even think about it. And then all of a sudden I see this. I was like, wow, there are people really upset about the fact that I just, I find that fascinating that anybody would waste any amount of time thinking about. Well, we've already wasted enough. <laughs> I know. I you like brought it, it up. <laughs> I know, because it's a thing. And we've chatted about it. That is your news update on Oman's number one hit music station, Channel 94.1. All right, 402-938-9400. That's into the show at 620. Maroon 5 is going to be in town October 4th. 2016. They're going to be in Pinnacle Bakery, actually, and tickets go on sale uh, this Saturday at 10 a.m. We have your tickets before you can buy them. We're listening for a double play of Room 5, and then call number 9 gets those tickets. Okay, it's going to happen this morning in between now and 8 at 621. You're listening to The Big Party Show on Omaha's number one hit music station. We got uh, 63 tomorrow as well. Right now we're sitting at about 37 degrees. All right, 402-938-9400. Who's this? Hello? Hi. Hey, what's up? Okay, so I was listening to your uh, your conversation earlier about the whole poking of the eye. Oh, in, uh, in that yeah. football game, the Denver game, yeah? Yeah, okay, so I'm not a huge football fan, but I was in old Chicago watching it last night, and the play was completely over, and that guy just walked up to him, and just stuck his hand through his mask with two fingers and just poked him in the eye. Oh, okay. Wow, that's illegal. So, yeah. So Flag. he did it on purpose. 
it wasn't like an accident and his fingers just got caught up in the mat. The play was completely over. He just walked up, poked him in the eye, and then walked away. Oh, yeah. So, so yeah, it was... it wasn't an accident. <laughs> okay. All right. Thank, thank you, dear. I didn't realize I didn't see that part. Okay. Have, yeah. have a good day. Well, I mean, he, he right, got flagged like... for it at the time, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, he got a penalty. I guess that's the deal. He's going to get a huge what? Yeah, huge uh, fine uh, for that is what Molly was reporting, right? Yeah. Th- okay. So, I mean, but the, also that was, and people wonder if like that penalty could have lost. Oh, they are looking terrible, Molly. They were down the 17-0 so fast. Uh, and they scored a touchdown up uh, in the last second of the first half just to make it not look as bad. And that was a lucky one. It was like an 80-yard punt return uh, for a touchdown. But then they started to come back. And, you know, Manning looked great. But, yeah, it's you know, they're going to lose. Everyone's going to lose at least once, you'd think, uh, through the season. But the Huskers, that was amazing. That was amazing. That was a deal Saturday. Oh, every, my god! Every gosh. time we get a first down, we would yell, we're back. The program's back. It was kind of crazy. I was early on. I'm like, is the Michigan State quarterback throwing the game? <laughs> no. It um, reminded me of when, because I just before that, Jeff, I watched that TCU game. All right, where you watch a Heisman candidate fall apart because his receivers are dropping, and then I started thinking, all right, I remember a lot of our losses. Our our guys are dropping balls, and then when Michigan State guys are kind of dropping the obvious balls, then I'm like, you know what? We might win this game after all. This well, continues on. What was hard is that you're thinking, all right, even if we keep it tight, you know we're going to get our hearts broke at the end of the game, right? Because we've lost Last all these close minutes. games. It's like, yeah. how are we going to win this one? <laughs> yes. Oh my God! So you, it seemed like the game we were going to lose, and then. That last drive was unbelievable. Oh my gosh! I screamed. Western Camp, Western Camp, um, screamed like a little girl. Like a little girl. It was fantastic. Molly, did you even watch the game at all? I watched part of it. I mean, oh, I, you know, okay. I had to. Be, no, I was in um, kid. Uh, no, we get it. Yeah. No, no, no. I was at a birthday party. It was kid hell. Okay. All right, kid hell. <laughs> Happy birthday. I've never been to a weird... I, it was the weirdest birthday party I've ever been to. Why is that? It was the weirdest thing ever. Um, the parents... It sounds crazy. No, it was at uh, like a real gymnasium gym. Yeah. Like where they probably train Olympians. And so like no parents were allowed on the floor. And then they kept us all in like that dance mom's glass box where it's like where parents must sit and watch their kids. Like they've got... They have like the, the holding pen for the parents who must, you know, then they've got, like, the video monitors so people could actually watch their little, you know, Marianne Bretton's train and stuff like that. But it was strange. Like, the parents that were hosting the party weren't in the room with us. So it was just this room full of total strange, like, us, none of us knew each other. We were just all just sitting there. like eyes wide shut? Yeah, it was just bizarro. (laughs) You guys all, it was a key party? And then finally, like, about 45 minutes later, the the dad of the birthday um, kid Came back, he's like, okay, well, the kids are done. Now it's like we're going into the party room. And then we go into this party room, like, that they had set up in the back. And, like, that's where other people... It was, it was so... It was weird. Like, I, I've never been to a party like this before in my life. I've never heard of such a thing no, in my life. No, it was life. totally strange. I mean, it was, it was the most socially awkward. Like, I sent a text to my husband. I was like, you so owe me. <laughs> now, how did he get out of not being there? He stayed home with, because it was, it was, you know, uh, it was Mara and no siblings allowed. 
So Peter what stayed back. What kind with, of party is this? You don't exactly. bring your siblings e- either? A lot just, of times people do because you pay per head, oh, you know, okay. for a gym or something like that. I mean, that's not the weird thing. I, I don't think not being able to bring okay. a sibling strange, but that's where da- Peter was. He was back okay. home watching football, enjoying life. Living life. <laughs> and, Living uh, life. I was in this weird eyes wide shut. <laughs> just don't Sounds speak. Good. Don't look. Just look forward. Just look ahead. Just well, did you tell Peter he can never ask any questions about what happened? <laughs> <laughs> I get that distant look in my eye. I don't want to talk about it. Oh boy, uh, Brandon Riley was he? So, what did you think of the play, though? I thought every dude. I thought it was great. I mean, the deal is the, the game-winning touchdown. The guy was out of bounds, but he got pushed out. He got That's pushed the out. He got pushed out. So then, if somebody pushes you out of bounds, you can come back into play. Yeah, if you're forced out. It. Yeah, it, it's funny because you learn something. It seems like I learned something, and I've, I've known football forever. You know, since I was a kid. But it seems like I learned something every game uh, that I'm that familiar with. Now, I thought if you're physically pushed out, that would be the out. But if you're forced out. Um, because you're you're supposed to be able to run your route, then you're okay. Uh, and then yeah, then he caught that pass and touched it. I mean, it was fantastic. I was so happy for those guys. They needed this so much, and it kind of wiped away the bad season, uh, or better yet, not the bad season, the disappointing season when all those disappointments happen. Well, I mean, we haven't you know, beat a ranked team since what the nineties, uh, I think, or two thousand. I think when we when I was think the last game be the last time I thought I heard him say. An unranked Nebraska team has beat a top ten team in Nebraska. I believe was in 1977. Stop it! Yeah, I'm just trying to think the last time. Just overall, oh, I don't even remember. Last time we beat a a, a ranked uh, yeah team, a top ten ranked team. Oh, God, and that is the game. That's really sad. I'm Number sure six. Iowa's looking at it now. Oh my God, because we got Rutgers this weekend, and then we got a week off, and so we get to prepare a little bit for uh, for what's coming uh, on a uh, th- day after Thanksgiving. So that'll be exciting because yeah. everyone will be fired up now. Uh-huh. Everyone's uh-huh. back on board. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, I had heard Lincoln was kind of quiet prior to the game. Um, oh, really? Lots of people didn't go down. I mean, I don't know about your circle of friends. People nah. had tickets, didn't use them. Yeah, um, that's It was weird sitting in a bar with people wearing UNO gear. Oh, wow. And I'm a hockey fan. I'm like, what's going on here? Look at this. <laughs> Everyone's got UNO gear. People are kind of reluctantly watching the start of the game. Kind of, you know, you don't want to get hurt again. Yeah. So what did you find out? Did you catch the... Uh... Everybody had their phones out. Okay. I mean, everyone's, you know, everybody can watch everything on your phone now. And UNO won? You said UNO won, right? Yeah, Mavs won uh, both games Friday, Saturday. Good. The hockey team, uh, they should shoot back up in the rankings again. They looked really good. God, what a great week. That freshman sports. goalie played both nights. All right, good. Stopped lots of pucks. All right, Cammy, how's it going over there? The road's looking pretty iffy. What's up? They're okay today. Right, we are good. starting off with a crash, though. Just coming in, westbound Dodge, just west of 102nd. So watch for that. Westbound Dodge, west of 102nd. Interstates look good, filling in. We are getting reports, though, of debris. 80 eastbound and about L Street. This Thanksgiving, let Railcar do the cooking. $16 for a fully prepared meal with turkey inside. Stop in to order at 144th and Blondo or visit Rail Car.com. I'm Cammy Carlisle. That's your traffic update on the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 941. All right, thank you, Cammy. All right, that Maroon 5 tickets, before you can buy them, they'll be on sale this Saturday at 10. Uh, we'll play a double play Maroon 5 and then call number 9, okay? That'll happen before 8 this morning. We got celebrity news coming up first, though. Molly. Yeah, Justin Bieber uh, flipping over a chair at a restaurant in France, caught on tape. And uh, there's talk. Did Gwen Stefani cheat on Gavin Ronsdale? He thinks so. Coming up next. You're listening to The Big Party Show on Omaha's number one hit music station. Channel 94.1. 
Why would you complete your degree at Creighton University? Because you believe that it's never... Seven sixty-three is your high today. Right now, it's thirty-seven degrees outside. All right, celebrities uh, with Molly. What's up? So, Gavin Rosdale, uh, you know the ex-husband of Gwen Stefani. They just finalized their divorce not that long ago. I guess he's a little suspicious about the timing of Gwen Stefani and uh, Blake Shelton's relationship. There's talk. TMZ is reporting that Gavin believes it's suspicious. That Gwen Stefani, uh, that the split happened less than a month apart from Blake Shelton's divorce, and that I guess Gavin is thinking maybe Gwen and Blake began their relationship while taping NBC's The Voice earlier this summer. How do you hide anything anymore? Do you know what I mean? Right. If you're a celebrity, how could you keep it quiet? Somebody's seen him in a bar. Somebody's seen him kissing. Something, yeah. Gwen Stefani and Blake Shelton just confirmed last week that they are indeed an item. You know, people have been rumoring it for a while. But I guess Gavin Rossdale's a little suspicious about, you know, just exactly when this relationship started. Now, Gwen, she's finally talking about her uh, relationship with Blake Shelton. That's she, just got to suck. I Meanwhile, know. Gavin somewhere is debating, take my shirt off? <laughs> Always. If you're ever wondering, Gavin, always opt for taking Every time he's at Stir Cove, it's like, come on, dude, at least work up a sweat. (laughs) Act like you kind of need to take it off. No. It's not even hot. Chicks just melt. Oh, he's so handsome. He's really good looking. I I love Bush. I always feel bad when he, it's like, oh, man. (laughs) It's like a a lounge singer act. Like, you know, he's got a pander. (laughs) I know. Ladies love it. So I guess Gwen Stefani did a radio interview last week, and she was gushing about Blake Shelton, saying that he's a, quote, pretty rad guy. That's so Gwen Stefani speak. Uh, She went on to say that there have been loads of people that have helped her through her divorce from Gavin. Um, There's definitely key people that have pointed me into the right direction, and Blake really helped her, is what she's saying. So I guess... Oh, he's helping her, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, Justin Bieber. A video has emerged of the Biebs flipping a chair and storming out of a restaurant in Cannes. He's Uh, storming out a lot of stuff. I know. What's going on? Well, Perez Hilton reported that Bieber was annoyed by fans filming him while he ate his meal. But the Biebs took to Twitter to set the record straight, and he's like, hey, at Prez Hilton, LOL, no one's flipping out, dude. My buddy had just told me some bad personal news. Don't lie, please. Hashtag, I'll show you. All right, so maybe there was yeah, something there. It was just him and his buddy. Okay. And the the video shows, and it's really, like, it's poorly shot, but anyway, the video shows uh, Bieber, you know, like, flip it, like, pushing over a chair, and then his buddy gets up and straightens the chair, and, like, pushes over a chair and walks out. Pushing it over? Like, completely over? Like, shoves it over oh. you know what i mean like how you would like shove it, uh, it like a flip almost with your hand okay and then he walks out and then the the, the justin bieber's friend who was sitting at the table with him gets up straightens up the chair and follows bieber out of the restaurant and so bieber is apparently claiming that this friend that he was dining with just laid something on him and it got him upset so naturally bieber fans 
have rushed to Justin's defense and are posting chair-throwing gifts on uh, social media to show their support. So I guess people are not going to, they're not going to take that. Uh, And over the weekend, Donald Trump appeared on Saturday Night Live. Did anyone watch it? I watched part of it. Oh, okay. I guess the ratings were great for Saturday Night Live on this one. Yeah, it it was really, I mean... It was not a good... <laughs> it wasn't good? No. I mean, it's just, he's not an actor. He's not, you know, I mean, he's a person. And that's the thing, is when they ask people like Donald Trump to come on the show, it's sort of like, it, it's one bit. I mean, it, it's just, you you can't make a 90-minute show based on, like, the one bit, which is the fact that you got Donald Trump. You know what I mean? Like, he almost just needs to be, a guest, like, a guest appearance on a show, okay, not a I see what you're guest. saying, yeah. Like, it's like, all right, it's like a three-minute scene that they're stretching into 90 minutes. It just doesn't work. So he was a good sport. He played along. There was an opening monologue where, like, the t- you know, the two guys that have played him on the show came out, and it was really funny. But the big thing was is that there was... Um, an organization, an anti-Trump organization that was uh, offering a $5,000 reward for anybody who would heckle um, uh, Donald, Trump. Donald Trump calling him a racist. And so you hear like, oh, Donald God. Trump's a racist. Like, just, I, I, and then you turn to it and it's Larry David. He's like, what? It was 5000 bucks." <laughs> I thought it's weird that he would take so much heat in his hometown of New York. You know, it's Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. The guy lives there. His real estate is everywhere. Well, and I felt bad for um, the Saturday Night Live cast. Um, I was I was hearing reports know that they were getting that they were getting hate mail that they were getting threats like that they had to be like helped into the studio and stuff like that that people were targeting some of the uh, the actors for participating um, so it's been kind of like a, a tense week I think for the for like the the comedians on the show but so just yeah. it wasn't funny there were there were no, no knockout it wasn't because it was just, it's just like it's one it's like the same joke that they just keep trying to tell it's like okay it's donald trump i get it like donald trump being donald trump and then it, they're just trying to do other stuff so it was but, just it sort of fell flat okay um but you know i mean i i'm sure the ratings especially nah, the ratings the, are large oh, huge yeah. ratings yeah huge now you sound like him huge huge very large huge <laughs> That is your celebrity news update on Omaha's number one hit music station, Channel 941. Huge, huge. It was very, very huge. I have to say this. I was watching it the day after, and uh, my son, who's five, came in, and he's like, hey, that's Donald Trump. And I was like, how do you know who that guy is? He's like, I don't know. He's on TV all the time. Is that really how he talks? (laughs) I was like, yeah. He's like, that's his voice? I said, yeah, that's 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 how he talks. I was like, really? It's not the hair? It's the voice that gets you? Okay. All right, 6.53. Uh, We got 63 for your high. We're going to check with Cammy and your traffic. And don't forget, before 8, you're going to hear double play of Maroon 5. All right, then we'll hook you up with tickets. You just got to be car number 9. We got news coming up next, though. Uh, We're going to be rolling into the holidays here, and they're already coming out with how much they project people will be spending this holiday season. We'll give it to you, and the breakdown coming up next. All right, 6.53. Good morning.
number one hit music station, Channel 94.1. I'd like to thank you, because tonight, someone in our community will go to bed with a full stomach. Someone who's been hungry for too long. Alan Mart, with Midas Drive Out Hunger. Thanks again, because you made a simple choice. You chose to get your oil changed at Midas, and with that oil change, we helped our local food bank provide up to five meals. And those five meals will help feed people right here. People you may know. The Midas stores are nationally known and locally owned, so it makes us feel good to be able to help folks in our community, and you've been a big part of it. Alan, Midas has made it easy to keep the meals coming to those in need. Thanks to you, some of the one in eight people who were struggling to put food on the table have some relief. You have helped Midas drive out hunger. You are the heroes in your community. Think about what you've done. One oil change at Midas, up to five meals. Thanks also for dropping off a food or cash donation that Midas will deliver to the local food bank. Thank you for joining Midas Drive Out Hunger. Together we can help feed people in our community. I haven't seen you at the gym for weeks, but you look even better than the last time I saw you. Where have you been? Well, after I lost all that weight, I hated the loose skin left behind. So what'd you do? I started with a complimentary consultation at Aesthetic Surgical Images. It was great. They made me feel really good about taking the final step toward meeting my goals. What was the consultation like? <laughs> Wonderful. They listened to my concerns, did computer imaging, and created an affordable treatment plan. They customized the surgery just for me. Really? Oh, that sounds great. Oh, it really was. They got rid of the remaining skin and fat in my arms. They recontoured my waist. I even got the breast lift I've wanted since having kids. So was it expensive? They made it very affordable. Their experienced team can safely and efficiently perform several procedures at one time. It was not only safe and affordable, but I only had one recovery. Okay, I want to schedule a consultation. Do you still have their number? Yeah, I saved the number in my phone. It's 402-390-0100. 